Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom turf. Michelob Ultra and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, everybody. Here on a Saturday, the last Saturday in May, we welcome you into Tee to Green, live and on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Brian Cozio. Thanks for joining us. PGA Pro Jeff Metis along with me as well. Kevin Sylvester working this week, the PGA Tour event, the Charles Schwab Challenge down in Texas. And uh, we maybe we'll be checking in with Kevin. I know with the time change, and uh, he was out in the heat yesterday. So he says he's going to try to make an appearance at the end. But uh, nevertheless, we're on site as we always are, making our tour around Western New York, talking golf. And uh, this week we're really excited to be at Springville Country Club. And it's a big year for Springville as uh, we welcome in PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Jeff, good morning. Yeah, it's beautiful down here. I feel like I'm nature bathing. My soul feels better <laughs> just to get uh, get down here in Springville once again and and see the the landscape and the nature and the golf course and the people here it's a uh, it's funny i haven't been here in a long time so excited to be here a hundred years very cool 100 years for anything to be around for 100 years and to be thriving is great and yeah. we're outside on their brand new patio yep. which is yep. a really really nice look i feel like i'm almost camping but glamping you know what i mean it's nice out here yeah that's right you're yeah. tough though you can do regular yeah camping. I, can. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the glamping i know yes coming up here on the show uh we've got a lot of guests here from springville uh, we'll be joined just in just one moment here. Sydney Zalikowski, a board member and a chairman of the 100th Anniversary Committee. She'll be on with us. Brian Coyne, the course superintendent, course looking great. Uh, so Sydney and Brian in just one moment. Also, PJ Pro Dave Thomas will join us in segment number two. We'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about last week's PGA Championship. Justin Thomas getting it done in the playoffs, so some exciting stuff there. Uh, and then we'll do our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, the LPGA leaderboard, Champions Tour report, all that coming up here along the way uh, from Springville Country Club. It's a 100-year anniversary. And with that, let's bring in our guest. Uh, let's start with Sydney Zalikowski, the board member and chairman of the 100th Anniversary Committee. Sydney, hey, good morning. Thank yeah, you for congratulations. having us. Congratulations. Yeah, oh, 100 years so is pretty much. cool. That's a cool thank title, so yeah. chairman of the 100th Anniversary Committee. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we actually have a whole uh, group of people that were 
sharing this event. Um, and so we've started two years ago to kind of put this all together, but very exciting year, as you said, for us here at Springville. Very candid history here, very rich history. Uh, so it all started with the uh, railroad. Uh, they actually purchased 150 acres in 1899, and they actually sold it. It became for sale in 1922. And so they, the people from Springville and Glenn Pop Warner, which hopefully everybody is recognizing his name, actually spearheaded the whole event for us. Now, and so It was a park before that? Yes. Actually, this was known as Cascade Park. And the reason why it was called that was because of the multitude of waterfalls that we had actually flowing into the Cattaraugus Creek. Very, very cool. Yeah, so the story that uh, we're going to tell here uh, over the next few minutes is, is really cool, just how it became... What from from the uh, from the park itself into a nine hole club and then eventually to what it is right now here over the course of the hundred years. But so Sydney Railroad's obviously a big part of this area and the bridge, the signature bridge uh, that is out on this course here, part of the logo that uh, we've been uh, sharing with people this week. So uh, the sa- how, how did the sale go down and and. How, how much was it to get in on that first? And, and you said Pop Warner, the famous football coach, was kind of spearheading it all, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So he actually ran an ad in the Springville Times at the, at the, uh, in 1922 and got everyone super excited about joining Springville Country Club. So they actually ended up having about 190 original members, and the cost to actually purchase one share was $50. And so for $50, that's how we started this whole club. Wow. Fifty bucks. Fifty. <laughs> but a hundred years ago, that I mean, was, I don't know. It what, wasn't Trump change, probably. You know, yeah. What it, what that would be in today's dollars? But I'm sure at that time that seemed like something, you know, reasonable or, or something that maybe people had to save up for or be a part of. But what a commitment it is, and what a what a cool thing to kind of be a part of that start. Yeah, and I mean, for any club to last a hundred years is really really impressive. And then we we got this beautiful packet with the history of the club and. Uh, we're reading through it and just all the things between this is the third clubhouse, the golf shop burned down, you know, this Angie Alberico's been here between him and the, the PJ pro Mr. Thomas is, I think it adds up to probably a hundred years between the two of them almost. And uh, it's just a club that's been around and it, it just seems to grow and thrive every year though. It's like, I haven't been here in 10 years. It's club's grown and your, your membership is full and things are, things are looking really, really nice. Aren't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We have no shortage of members. And so we're super excited about that, which allows us to, to be the successful club that we are. Yeah, today's a nice event too, right? There's a big tournament this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So along with our 100-year uh, anniversary, we actually started back in April with our incorporation day, which was actually the physical day that they signed the papers in order to become Springville Country Club Incorporated. And so today we're marking our 100th year anniversary of the opening of the clubhouse. So it actually, fun fact, happened on Decoration Day in 1922. And so they had a big band playing and those kinds of things. We are actually emulating that same um, picture today. So we have a golf event. We have a, a, a Springville Jazz Orchestra coming down and playing mm. for us. So big band. Awesome. And we have a, a fabulous dinner planned as well. It sounds like a nice day. Yeah. yeah. You tell, talk a little bit about the uh, the bridge over Cattaraugus Creek. For people that have maybe played this course, even for non-members, that might be something that they remember about this place. So I know you've incorporated it into your 100th anniversary logo, but uh, I'm sure even people that drive by the course, like that's something that they probably talk about is, oh, I remember the hole with the bridge. So if you, maybe just talk about that history and the evolution of it. Absolutely. So that uh, was our, four, this actually our 14th hole. 
Uh, it's our signature hole. It is absolutely the idea behind <laughs> our 100th anniversary icon that we've chosen. And so it's actually about 190 feet um, up. That was actually, you know, the Buffalo Pittsburgh Rochester Railroad actually had to build that in order to get coal across. So that's how it was born. Uh, and then we just kind of inherited that signature vision off of our 14th hole. Very, very cool. Yeah, it is. It, it is a signature vision. And this, this place winds around through the woods, and there's a lot of elevation changes. And I would say the 12th hole, which I, I, I don't tell yeah, people, uh, if you haven't been here, it's right along the ravine. Uh, for, for Zor Valley ends there, and the creek starts right there. It's it's you're, How far down do you hit on that hole? Do we know? Let's, yeah, let's introduce That's our, our next guest. No, Brian Coyne, the, the change in elevation. Good morning. I'm sorry. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit about what Jeff's so, talking about here. So what we've, what we've been doing is, is so – it is a great uh, area along our golf course, and and, and you're right. Uh, most people will talk of that whole ravine all the way along yeah. the Cataraugus. And so, we've uh, since I've been here, we've we've opened that up more because uh, it had gotten overgrown. And and so when you when you stand up on you know on the twelfth tee, you're looking down. It's it's deceiving, and uh, but it's a it's a great hole. Um, Cindy says signature hole for fourteen. We just have we have a number of holes in, yeah. but. You know, fourteen is will knock your socks off, and so, so that, that hole almost yeah. gives me vertigo. I mean, yeah, there you go, <laughs> <Number> twelve, <laughs> standing up there. Yeah, it's a long way down. Yep. So the course looks great. Which just Thank driving you. up, we were both saying that. So kudos to you Thank and your you. staff. How about the challenges of making those holes? Because you know that's what people are. As you, you know, people are going to come play it. Exactly. They're going to talk about those holes. Exactly. And uh, you know, the challenge of maybe even maintaining that area and. Right. And so, the decision to maybe open it up more to right, see the views and all right. that. Right, and yeah. so we've done that where where we've got so uh, twelve, uh, fourteen, um, uh, seven, uh, where we, where you're looking to to the east, you know, your sunrises. But yeah, uh, you know, when it comes to Springville Country Club, I, I think like we were saying, the you know, Jeff, you were saying you, you know, glamping here and, and coming through the woods, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, the fall colors fantastic. Oh, but um, yeah. when it comes to what we've done here, we've we've done we've changed some cultural practices to make it more challenging. Um, uh, and we've this year we've, we're going in with with new sand and all the bunkers. Um, we've had uh, we've actually done a, a recent uh, walkthrough with with Ian Andrew, uh, an architect that I'm familiar with him. Yep. Yes, yep. And, and so um, to give us a few more ideas for the next 100 years and mm -hmm. so it's a it's a great layout and, and challenging for for those that that are very good we have a lot of good golfers and then we have those that come out and just want to play golf and so our members are fantastic and, and you have a big event today we were here it was pouring this morning right you said this place drains beautifully it, it does and, and it all heads to the creek and so uh, <laughs> yeah, you're 100 feet above it i guess <laughs> water go. flows down doesn't it yes. and so uh you know that's our irrigation source we're fortunate to have that and uh but that roadway going down to the creek was actually the um, path to the creek back in the days of the park to go down and picnic along a beach near the near the trestle so a lot of a lot of great history here yeah, a lot of great history Brian Coyne, the course superintendent, Cindy Zalikowski, board member, chairman of the 100th Anniversary Committee, joining us here on TD Green. We're live at Springville Country Club. Yes, 1922 to 2022. Uh, really, really cool 
uh, thing for us to be here and talk about. Brian Cozy along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis here on Tee to Green. So I, one more thing on Pop Warner, because I, I love football. Of course, if you live in this area, people love the Bills and they love football. But to, to have Pop Warner associated, Brian, that's 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 super cool. It's that very he was cool. he was kind of the the guy that upstarted that group that yeah. got everybody going, contributing yeah. the fifty dollars each. And that's what coaches do, right? That's right. What coaches Rally do. the troops. Exactly, exactly right. And so you know, to to have that kind of knowledge of you know the the game was taking off at the time and and wanting to have something here in Springville. To to take take golf to Springville was was pretty far, you know, far forward thinking on their part to to take advantage of that. And, and what a great place to do that in a park, which, you know, yeah. Donald Ross did a lot of those types of golf courses. And you're saying you're still finding things from 1922. And we, you're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are. And, and, and so, again, with the with that, we're trying to bring that, incorporate that into into our, you know, our, our theme, you know, when it comes to the, the logo, you know, with the with the trestle in the background, it's uh, it's pretty special. It really so, is. So, Sydney, the course was originally nine holes. We'd like to see Brian's challenge of to maintaining those old greens, right? They were they were sand and oil greens. Is that how yes, they first started? Yes, actually, the original greens were sand and oil. And then what happened is in 1929, fun fact: Ralph B. Waite was actually a member here at Springville Country Club. He was actually one of the original members, and he actually created Novocaine. And mm. so uh, he had a lot of money, and so <laughs> he actually contributed uh, and built our first green, so bent grass green. And so that's how we started going from away from the sand greens, sand and oil, to grass greens. So if you hit it on the green, at least this is how I'm reading it. You can correct me if I'm wrong here. So if you hit it on the green and I was 30 feet away, Brian, then you'd pull the ball so over the side. Bad shot Right, a bad shot for, right, a bad yeah, shot yeah. for me. Right, 30 <laughs> feet. Right. Yeah. Normally I'm inside 10 every yeah. time, right. <laughs> so if I'm 30 feet away, Brian, they said what? You, you would putt. The same distance, but on the edge where it was smoother, and then that's and then yeah, after it, I was done, I would have to rake it, right? To smooth it, it I out. mean, it was some kind yeah. of uh, you know you had to <laughs> you know basically because there's more guys coming behind you, so yeah, yeah. you got to create the surface back again, and, and so but you know we still have we have the sand based greens not from from that time, but we've got push ups and sand based due to the construction that's happened over the years. So yeah. awesome, Cindy. How about a little bit about just this new patio and the story about the clubhouse? I know Jeff mentioned there was a fire and then some creativity. I know we're going to talk a little bit about that with Dave here coming up too, but um, just the evolution of the facility itself. Yeah. So we again have been very blessed with members, um, and so. We actually rebuilt this clubhouse three times. This is the third time's the charm, right? That's what they say. Yep. Uh, and then we just actually redid the whole f- patio here. Um, I know you're going to post some pictures on Twitter. Uh, this was B&W Concrete that helped us out with that. Uh, we actually had a roof put on this year. Again, our memberships are, are very uh, giving, right? And so they're interested in helping us preserve our history for 100 years. Yeah, it- it's fun when you're walking in. Just reading this pamphlet was fun this morning. Yeah, just catching up on everything. That's, who knew? Like, I've been coming here forever. I had no idea the history of this place. What's the best part about taking care of this place, Brian? Well, I would say the members. I'm, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're fortunate where, like, we're getting out the door in the morning and there's those few, the, the early birds, you know. We've yeah. got a few of them which are great. And, and so we we tend to, I, I tend to say it's the members that, that you know, make this golf course special but for me it's it's uh you know look at me I, i've got the best office of anyone i know it's 160 plus acres and and uh enjoy it every day yep. cindy how about what's going on this year i know you have some events that everybody's excited about 
Yeah, so as we talked about, we have our opening event today uh, with our decoration day signifying our 100-year opening of our clubhouse. And then later on this year, we actually have our history and ride-along. So we're actually bringing back our original course superintendent, along with Dave Thomas. We're going to actually walk around and learn the history of the golf course, which you're going to hear from Dave in a minute. He's going to kind of bring you up to speed with that. The, the really fun thing is that we are going to play the original nine holes. So as the course is laid out today, we actually have to shut it down because we're going to have to cross fairways. It's a very challenging game, <laughs> uh, which Dave will actually uh, talk a little bit about again. And then finally, at the end of this year, we're going to have a tent party for all of our members. And you guys are hosting the State Senior Am also later this yes, year, right? Yes, actually, yep, yep. We are hosting that in September. That'll be cool, too. Yeah, yeah. very exciting. Yeah, just a, just a beautiful place and uh, the history is is really cool to talk about here. There's so much. And, uh, Sydney, we appreciate you. Uh, you and John Nason, I know, John, thank you. have really organized this and made it nice for us, too, to get some cool info. So thank you so much for joining us. Have fun with the events today and the rest of the year. Thank you so much, and thank you for being here. Oh, yeah, you can tell you guys love this place with the enthusiasm and the way everything's been done here. It, 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 people like you make clubs cool, and that's what's cool about coming out here. Ryan, thank you. Of course, thank looks you. great. Thank you very much. Good luck with all the events this Absolutely. year uh, celebrating the it's anniversary. It's going to be fun. Thank yes. you guys for coming down. All right, Brian Coyne, the superintendent, Sidney Zalikowski, the board member and chairman of the 100th Anniversary Committee. Take a time out here on TD Green. We're live at Springville Country Club. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot to go. The PGA Pro, Dave Thomas, is going to join us next. He'll talk a little bit more about the golf course, the history surrounding it, what he likes about it, and uh, we'll also get our West New York PGA Tip of the Week. Dave and Jeff will chime in on that. Time out here from Springville. Back with more in a moment on WGR on TD Green. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf. Michelob Ultra and Jim Beam, and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Listen up, golfers. It's time for our tip of the week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. 
721, welcome back to Springville Country Club. They're celebrating their 100th year anniversary, and we're excited to be here. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro, Jeff Medes on tee to green. Kevin Sylvester working the PGA Tour event this week, the Charles Schwab Challenge. We'll get that leaderboard and uh, thoughts on that coming up in our third segment. Uh, you heard it is time for the tip of the week, and with that, we normally bring in the pro from the course that we're at. So let's introduce him. Dave Thomas, the longtime PGA Pro here from since 1991. Dave, good morning. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You get the job when you're 18 or something, yeah, Dave? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a few years. It's uh, Angel Barrico was here for 32 years, so it's our 100th anniversary, as you guys already know. Um, so he and I have been here for almost two-thirds of that 100 years, which is Pretty that's, remarkable. That's pretty impressive, yeah. yeah. So you've been a chance to, to see, obviously, evolution of how oh, the, yeah. the course has changed, yep. the facility has changed, and uh, what did it look like in 91 and what did it, compared to what it looks well, like now? It was a typical older-style golf course, shorter holes, severe dog legs, and technology takes over. And I was blessed to, to work with Roger Bugenhagen, our golf course superintendent, for my first 25 years, and he allowed me to be involved with building seven complete holes, start to finish, irrigation, USGA spec greens, in-house, which is pretty much unheard of. So that, that really changed the complexion of our whole golf course. It, it turned into a more of a player's golf course instead of that old-style 312-yard par fours, which was, which was pretty fun. So without him, it would be not even close to what it is today. Yeah, and that must have been a really cool process to be it engaged was. with every day, going from... It you was know, scraping the land to oh, seed yeah. to everything else. Yeah. yeah, we would go out and and you know hit balls, hit tee shots out out in the fields, and figure out where the bunkers should be, where the dog legs should be, where the water should be, where the green should be. And and fortunately, the board at the time, which we've always had great boards, the board at the time really let us have free reign on on the design and construction process of the whole six or seven brand new holes. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah I would love to be engaged so, at the process like that. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. No, people don't do in-house stuff. So you really, truly have had your stamp here. Not only the many people that you've worked with, right, and uh, and talked with and played with, but not your your marks out there physically too. That's, that's yeah, do they blame proud. you? Like you don't hit hooks. That's why you put all the stuff on the left. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long left. Oh, there it goes. That's our Jeff. There goes the hook. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you, so you say this course now is more of a player's course. For those that maybe are listening that have never played it, yeah. can you describe maybe what, what it's like playing so, it here? So we're still relatively short. We're like 6350 from our back tees. However, since the renovations, our golf course is still difficult enough for our good players and still playable enough for our higher handicappers, which a lot of golf courses don't have that combination. And we're blessed to, to have that here. We still have, I think, the most low handicappers in the whole district. I think we have, last time I counted, we had 81 players, nine handicap or less. Jeez. Our club championship is three rounds, and eight out of the last 10 years, the three-round total has been under par, hmm. which is pretty impressive for club, for club golf. That's that's very impressive. Yeah. yeah, and I can see why you, you, you can challenge a good player because of the yeah. change in elevations. Yeah. You know, you've got to hit good tee shots here. You've got to got to be under the pin. I mean, there's things the you greens. have to do to play well here. The greens are very difficult. Severe, small, slopey greens. Um, fun to putt though. Well, sometimes. Fun to putt. <laughs> when they get, I think they're fun to when putt. When they get up to about eleven and a half, they can be pretty challenging. Yeah, we'd imagine that. Which might... is which is really a defense for the golf course. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned putting. Yep. Let's 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 get it in here. We we okay. said we we're going to do our our West New York PGA Tip of the Week. Yeah. 
what are some of the keys that you think are to being a successful putter? And then we'll also talk about maybe putting here at Springville as well. Well, for me, it's always been a numbers game. It, it sounds a little odd, but it's a generational thing that I'm good at math. My goal has always been to average around 30 putts per round, knowing that if I two putt every hole, that'll be 36 putts. I can chip it within three or four feet, three or four times during a round to one putt, and then make the occasional 10 or 12 footer that gets me right to 30. And I, I would challenge everybody, especially the people that are listening today, to take the number of putts they have in a round, subtract it out, and add my 30 putts just by controlling the distance and, and working on getting to that 30 number. And most people will, their end up score will be seven or eight shots better. Not, not because we hit it farther, straighter, just because we're more conscious of distance control like the guys on the PGA Tour. As you watch them, their distance control is absolutely incredible, and they put on much more difficult greens than our average golfers do. And so do you have drills that you like to do for distance control, or how, how do you, how do you before a round or when you're giving someone a lesson and you're focusing on that? I, I like to, so people constantly try and make everything, which is our goal, period. But I like to lay the flagstick down behind the hole about a foot and a half, mm -hmm. and I tell my students that every time they hit that flagstick, that they owe me a dollar, which means that their distance control was poor. Mm -hmm. um, as we all know, if you knock it three and a half feet by, if it's an inch offline, you still have three and a half feet left. If you hit it the correct distance, you only have an inch and a half left, which is right in Jeff and my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little twitchier as you get yeah, older on right, some of those. Right. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I've always thought, we've always yeah. talked that I, I think, you know, what's the most important part of putting? speed yeah yeah because if you've got a breaking putt right. if it's left at right and yeah. it's breaking eight you can play eight inches of break or four inches of break or whatever it is yeah. as long as you match your speed to the line you've mm -hmm. chosen yeah. then you've got a good chance but yeah. speed is always going to be the most important and you watch what, is, what are the best players how do they differentiate themselves it's usually a hundred yards in and around the putting green yeah. and on the pga tour right. who's winning the guy who's putting the best or the lady who's putting the best and yeah I'm, my favorite speed control drill is the we've talked about this on the yeah. show i like to have i get lessons and i have people just lag it to the collar mm -hmm. and try to get as close to the collar as they can without letting it touch that collar that way instead of focusing online they're completely engrossed and engaged in just getting the speed right and if you get the yeah, speed right true. yeah that that's when three putting's happening you know oh, yeah. people three putt from eight feet because oh, they yeah. get the speed wrong yeah. um so i do agree i think speed is the most important part of putting and and getting that in there and i think you got to have a a longer smoother stroke mm -hmm. as opposed to a shorter more abrupt stroke to control your speed and some flow in it and um yeah i think you know a softness in your hands and arms and a longer flowing stroke helps with speed control what what do you think the biggest mistake when you see amateurs putting that they're doing even before they go to actually pull the pull the putter back i mean is, are the are, are people over reading under reading are that what should you know if i'm coming up on a let's say a 30 footer like right. what what should i be doing when i'm coming up here to get ready to prepare to hit that beyond the fact that yes i have to have that actual physical hitting the distance right i i really think that people get hung up in the technique of putting as you watch the pga tour there's 50 different methods on the PGA Tour of putting. Isn't the different majority stances, of grips different, different grip. now? They yeah. try, but they try yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would the, the one thing that really hits home for my students is if, if we had 10 beer bottles lined up and we each had a bag of rocks. Now you got my attention. <laughs> we each had a bag of rocks. But I'm going to challenge Jeff that he has to hold the rock a certain way. 
and his elbow has to come back at a certain speed. Yeah. And his weight has to be 71% on his left leg. And Good luck. Guess what? I would have broken all the bottles before he threw one, one rock. So target for me is the most important thing. Don't get hung up in yeah. where the golf ball is, where the putter is, how the putter goes back. Work on the target. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I would say that um, I see amateurs move a lot, though, also. So when you watch a good player putt, right. there's a real solid base oh, to yeah. them. And, and poor players, when they putt, you see all kinds of things moving, wiggling legs, shoulders, arms, heads, as opposed to just making it as simple as possible. I like to create a real simple machine mm -hmm. and then just focus on my speed and yeah. starting it on the line I've chosen. And, and confidence, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're not confident, you know, that's, right. uh, that's, that's a tough way to putt. One of my most important drills that I challenge my members with is to try and pick a nice straight three-foot putt and try and make ten in a row. And if you miss one, you got to have to start over. So not a difficult putt, but how many times have players got on the first hole and they miss a two-and-a-half or three-foot putt and they go, oh, my God, it's going to be one of those days. Yeah. So if they just made ten in a row, I'm going to make all the rest of them. And I would challenge people when they do that drill to listen for the ball to go in the hole. Don't let your eyes follow the ball to the hole because that's what Jeff alluded to. That's that movement of your body. Yeah, I, I, I think that though that's where probably just as much as any shot anywhere on the course, if people come to you and say, Dave, I want to I improve my score. Everybody, of course, wants to improve their right. score. But they're probably holding the driver while asking you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. instead yeah. it could be really done, like you said, if, if everybody, if, if you were good five feet and in oh, yeah. all the time, yeah. I mean, boy, what would everybody's score look like? And we all, yeah. we all play with people that when they set up over a five or six foot or ten foot putt, you always think they're going to make it because they're excellent putters, mm -hmm. because they've worked so hard. They've done the drills. And that's the goal of all golfers is to stand over an eight or ten foot putt and really think it's going to go in. And that's where confidence comes in. Yeah. If you've seen that putt, you made those ten three footers yeah. before you're around. Hey, I just made ten of these. I'm going to make this one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you putt, you, you play well there. Yeah. You putt yeah. well. Yeah. Good advice there from Dave and Jeff, our West New York PGA Tip of the Week. Of course, uh, if you want to get started in golf, visit your local PGA pro. You can contact Dave here at Springville. You can contact Jeff. Uh, you can go to WNYPGA.com and uh, get yourself started with the game that we all love. Okay, this course itself here at Springville, Dave, we, it's gone over quite a bit of change. We talked mm. in the first segment with Sydney and Brian just how it started off nine holes, sand and oil greens, mm. uh, the original Do you remember playing them, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to yeah. take a shot. Yeah. 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 Good job, Jeff. Yes, that's right. Way to make our <laughs> guests feel welcome. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> I drive yeah. along, Dave. Yeah. So then you, of course, said you came along, helped design what was the golf change itself now. So... Um, the layout itself, how many how many changes have you seen differently here since you've been here? It's dramatic. Like yeah. I said, those those seven new holes, I mean, you're talking about an 18-hole golf course. Seven complete new holes is a pretty dramatic yeah. change. For yeah, anybody. that would be dramatic, yeah. And, and what's amazing to me is, um, obviously, Jeff is going to understand these numbers, but our seventh, eighth, and ninth hole, which was our first major change, those three holes from start to finish – in-house with the irrigation with usga spec greens cost one hundred forty-one thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. three holes are how much is it to build a green now yeah to, to just a green to build a hole is right around four hundred thousand that's what yeah that's what i was figuring yeah they, they, they're doing it in-house you had to have an outstanding superintendent so, to pull so, something like that so off. we would have never had the changes that we've had 
if it wasn't for Roger Bugenhagen yeah. and his son Mike. Good reminder, by the way, to anybody at your club or at your course, because you, Jeff, you've been at many courses where the member comes up, hey, if, if you just design the hole here, like you can put a hole right over here, right, all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, let architect. me get my mower. I'll get out and do it right now, right? <laughs> yeah. That's all you do is you just got to cut the grass shorter, and then you'll have a green. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of not how I, I like the people that want to put them in their backyards, and then they do, and then they realize how much work a putting green is actually to maintain. It yeah. is quite a bit of work. Yes. I know. Dave yeah. Thomas with us, the head PGA professional here at Springville Country Club. Okay, so how how are you involved in the 100th anniversary? And uh, I'm on the committee, and, yeah. and I've collected information. I've always asked the membership, you know, through our communications to donate things to me to preserve the history of the club. So there's a display in our clubhouse currently that you guys may have walked by. I did. And that's all mostly material that the members have donated to me over the years to to perpetuate the history of of a pretty neat place. Can you talk about Ange for yeah. a minute? Yeah, yeah. just because I love Ange yeah. and I haven't seen him in a while, and I'm glad to hear he's still playing. And oh, yeah. Tell us a little about Ange Alberico, a fellow PGA professional. Yeah. Ange Alberico was the golf professional here before me, and he was here for 32 years. And um, he's 96 now, and he still is here pretty much every day, hits balls, might play nine holes. I did see a picture. Did he hit what was like kind of like a ceremonial tee shot to get you get to kind of kick off the year this year? We did. We yeah. uh, we both hit a tee shot on number one with a little bit of a small audience, which was pretty fun to kick off the year and our new first tee. And obviously, we saved the golf balls and signed them, and they're part of the collection now for the history of the club, which is pretty fun. So there there was a fire in the clubhouse, right? Pro shop. pro shop in the, in the pro shop yep. and i heard you had some creative ways to kind of keep everything going well it was uh it was pretty devastating it was at the wrong time of the year it was may 8th 2006 uh it was a monday night and it was a hundred percent loss oh, the whole pro shop all the carts clubs all, all the members clubs so monday night and then that that wednesday we had scheduled a stag uh for 120 golfers and we still had the stag. I managed to get carts, rental carts in one day, and we still had the stag. And one of the members donated a, a motor home for me to use as a temporary pro shop. My companies came through, and most of the members had their new clubs in five or six days, which was pretty awesome. But it was a pretty ugly year for me. <laughs> I, I remember when it happened, yes. Yeah. And I, my, my heart went out yeah. to you at that time. It was oh, That was as hard of a time as well, in situation you can imagine as a golf pro. Like I said, as, you know, the, at the time, obviously, I lost all my stuff. The members lost all their stuff. But as long as nobody got hurt, it's just stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can always get new stuff. And, and, and cool guess what you got now? Yeah, a beautiful, beautiful shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool how everybody rallied together to make oh, yeah. it wake it work oh, yeah. and yeah. To, to donate the motorhome so oh, you yeah, guys could phenomenal. have a shop. Oh, yeah. That's really great. Mm. Oh, it was really good. How about this new patio that we're sitting on it's here right now? Fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. This outstanding from uh, our point of view here as we overlook the course and from the patio, it looks great. Dave, before we, oh, do you want to jump in? Before we let you go, how mm -hmm. about a thought on the, the PGA Championship last week? I know uh, for all PGA golf professionals, right. that major has a, a special feeling because it's, you know, the PGA pros can actually play in it. For those that don't know, Jeff, can you quickly just explain that again? That you technically could play have played in that right. event, right? The PGA yeah. Championship is owned by the PGA of America, and we have local qualifiers and the top 20 PGA professionals from around the country in in our championship yeah. qualify for the PGA Championship. And it's a, it's a tough road to go, but uh, I've never done it, but those 
those guys, as good as those guys are, they're still not as nearly as good as the tour players. Yeah. What do you think about just? I guess let's let's start with how it the I guess we'll call it regulation time ended there mm-hmm. on the 72nd hole. Mito's tee shot at Pierre, a chance to win. Uh, it would change his life. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's still it's still going to change his life in a, in yeah. a good way, but it could have been an astronomical life change for him. And he ends up hitting the driver into the water. It was a super exciting finish, and nobody really saw with four holes left a playoff coming. Um, and I don't know, probably most most of the viewers maybe heard Mito's interview afterwards. He said, I had no idea what my body did on that last tee shot. We've all been no there, idea. right? You can oh, empathize. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, why yeah. we watched to the end of that event, because this yeah. guy's never been in that situation right. before, and, and we've all hit bad shots when we didn't want to. Yeah. But he handled it well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I you have told him to hit driver, Jeff? I don't know. Yeah, I think I would. He was driving it well, and you never, you know, if you're if you're feeling confident, you don't even think like that. I'm just going to hit the driver right there, right? Yeah. And you, you could tell by his finish something something happened somewhere in the, along the way. Yeah, the the, the follow through was definitely not what he had done well, in the previous 71. His holes. head got in his way halfway down on that shot. It sure looked like like he started thinking about it. And and the other point though is, you know, Justin Thomas played great. Oh yeah. And Will Zalatoris didn't lose in that play. I mean, he got no. beat, I thought. And oh, it yeah. was it was good golf all the way yeah, through. The playoff was terrific too. Yeah. I mean, they played great. Zalatoris, as we talked this segment about putting, mm-hmm. has been known for maybe not being a good putter so early on in what has been a really successful great start to his right. pro career. Well, we um, see his path and so he finds a way though. Like he, you see the slow motion video of his putter going in 18 different directions on a We three saw footer. a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah, when he took it back, it's it's but, like But yet back he made inside. them. There was some that he made. Yeah, and then there was a couple that got, got that got him. You know, might have been the difference. He might have won it in seventy-two holes instead of having to go to a playoff. Oh, we can all look back over seventy-two holes and find some. But you've all, you can also Justin find Thomas stuff you shouldn't have. One, remember, yeah. he <laughs> shanked one there on a Sunday and yeah. won. That was a cold shank too. That wasn't a half shank. Yeah. But Thomas now two majors, both PGA championships himself, and Dave. He has even said he's underachieved. He thought in his career, uh, a unique relationship with his. Coach and the fact that his father is a PGA professional yeah. and that's his coach. And I heard this yeah. week he said, "I need." I told him, "I need him to be a little less dad sometimes and a little bit more my coach." In other words, if sure. I'm doing something oh, wrong, yeah. tell me. Yeah. You know, so yeah, obviously that worked out quite well. So, well, you've got a son that's a fine player too. Yeah, he's our current course record holder and played professional golf for four years and you know never made it to the PGA Tour and finally said, "I've had enough." And I wasn't disappointed. Because I think if you try for too long, you become incredibly bitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, he could happens. play, though. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he was a very good player. Yeah. 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 What's the course record here? 63. 63. It's pretty good. But the – but the, so I just did – because we were going to talk about the PGA Championship. So in 2000, the total purse was $5 million, And this year it was $15 million, So it's tripled since 2000. So the game of golf is pretty healthy. Tiger had something to do with that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And membership here, when we were talking with Sydney earlier, mm-hmm. she said is doing very well. So yep. I'm sure you're feeling that in the pro shop oh, and yeah. just around the course that people are loving golf probably just as much as since you've been working here. It's, it's, it's been fantastic. And, and one of the things that separates us from a lot of clubs is there's no members here that I don't call by their first name. And I explain that to them when they're, when they're preparing to join or making that decision. That if if that's if you need to call him, if I have to call you Mr. Meetus, then this probably isn't the place for you. Hmm. That's a good way to handle I'm it. I'm going to call you Jeff, and 
if you need to be called Mr. or Mrs., then go join somewhere else. <laughs> We're a big, giant family, and everybody's super friendly, and there's no pretentiousness. It's just a great place. Well, that's great. I mean, that's... I think that's something that we, Jeff, we've talked about trying to make people feel welcome in the game. That there, there can be, there can be a layer, possibly sometimes, of feeling. I don't know if intimidation is the right word or mm -hmm. trepidness about people with golf. And I think that's, you know, you've we've talked about it with getting uh, different genders involved, different ages involved. But that's just that's probably another thing to overcome, maybe as a PGA pro, that you have to make people feel welcome. That you know, we we don't always talk about as much, maybe. Yeah, and, and comfortable and. And to be honest, how long you've been in this industry a long time, yeah. you're still invigorated 40, up to this point. 48 years. Yeah. To, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it's that. It's a long but, time. Yeah, it is a long time. <laughs> I thought I had a lot with 30. Well, but, um, but yeah, it, to, to have a great membership like that, oh, yeah. otherwise you wouldn't come back year after year oh. after year to this place. And right. it just makes it fun when you're surrounded. That's the fun part about being a club pro. It's yeah. the people and getting to know all the cool personalities, all the different yep. jobs, all the different things that people like to do and you probably met hundreds and hundreds of great oh, yeah. people we, we try to make it a fun place because i know that everybody in their lives has stuff everybody knows somebody that's dying of cancer everybody has stuff so when they come here let's make it fun yeah yeah and great you've point. set that tone for yeah. all these years yeah. and that's why it's a cool place yeah congratulations on the uh on your tenure here well, and the work you. you've done and the and being a part of the 100th yeah. anniversary we've been uh, enjoying talking about it. So thanks again, Dave, for joining us. Thank you so much. Dave Thomas, the head PGA pro here at Springville Country Club as they celebrate 100 years. Uh, we'll take our final time out. When we come back, we'll get a check of our leaderboards from the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, Champions Tour report. And uh, Jeff and I will have a few thoughts as well on the course here and on the PGA Championship too. When we return after this, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. More T to Green coming up from Springville Country Club. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 748, welcome back. TD Green live at Springville Country Club. They're celebrating their 100th anniversary, and uh, we're excited to be here. It is time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. This week, the Charles Schwab Challenge going on in Texas and a three-way tie for the lead. Scotty Scheffler is amongst those, the Masters champion. He, Bo Hostler, and Scott Stallings have a three-way tie at minus nine. Patrick Reed is uh, one shot back at minus eight. Uh, other names of note, Victor Hovland is three off the lead. He is at minus six. Jordan Spieth is at minus five. Mito Pereira, we talked about him last week, a chance that he had to win the PGA Championship. He's having a good bounce back week. He is at minus four. So there's your look at the PGA Tour leaderboard. And the Champions Tour report brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf attire. It's a major this week for the seniors. Uh, right now, Scotty McCarron and Stephen Ames are tied at eight under, followed by Brian Gay, Mike Weir, Bernhard Langer, there's a shocker, at six under. Also close to the lead is Ernie Els, and it's going to be a great event. This is their majors. It's a, it's a fun one to watch this week. LPGA event this week. They're actually doing a match play, the Bank of Hope LPGA match play presented by the MGM Rewards, and they're down to the final 16, and matches are going out this morning. I know they've got coverage on Golf Channel. So if you like to watch match play, the ladies this week on the LPGA Tour, uh, they're down to what is their Sweet 16 round, similar to what we saw with the match play uh, with the men about uh, a month or so before the Masters. They do that event down in Austin. Um, uh, so that's uh, what they have going on this week with the LPGA and also some news this week with Nellie Corda. Yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite golfers, Nellie Corda, is the first woman to sign a head-to-toe contract with Foot Joy and Titleist. So congratulations to her on her, her new contract. It's just showing the growth in the women's game. I know. Very good. Hey, I, uh, I want to mention, we always joke that myself, you and uh, me and Kevin, you know, we still don't have a hole-in-one. Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking with uh, John Nason, one of the members here at Springville, who uh, had said that they actually had two hole-in-ones on the 12th hole here. Which is iconic hole. In the same group at the same time. So walking down to the green, there's two balls in the cup from that precipice you hit down hit from up there. That's pretty cool. That is pretty amazing. I want to sh uh, give a quick shout-out, again, since we... Someday we're going to have a celebration show with either you or me or Jeff. Oh, it's going to be a big Making the hole-in-one. Yeah. I can't... The three of us... All the shots we've hit... We still don't have one, but uh, I want to give a shout-out to a friend this week who got a hole-in-one. Mark Chavez is his name. The 12th hole at Craigburn, Ooh, his first-ever hole-in-one. That's a so, nice one, too. Mark, congrats. Very cool. You'll never forget that. Uh, yeah, and everybody's got the, the hole-in-one story. I've got the hole-in-one story me? of watching people get it. I played with about seven or eight people when they've had holes-in-one. I've just never had one myself. I've never had one. We'll get one. Yeah. For sure. One of these days. How about a quick thought on Justin Thomas winning last week in terms of the fact of kind of like where he goes from here now? Two majors. He said he's underachieved in majors. I guess I would kind of agree, but yeah. now an opportunity maybe. I'm sure he's thinking he wants to get other majors too. He's won the PGA twice. Um, his game is as good as anybody when it's on, wouldn't you say? Yeah, very few people can work the ball in, in, in the ways he can work the ball. You know, he, he has a modern swing as far as the power and the speed and the launching off his lower body, et cetera. But he works the ball so beautifully. And he's got to be filled with confidence. He knows he's one of the best players in the world now. And that, you know, that 
the first one, there's a lot of people that have one major. At least now he's in a little different class having two majors. And I'm sure it's super important to him to win something besides the PGA, too. He'd love to win the, the U.S. Open, the, the Open. We can't call it the British Open. Yeah, or the Masters. And he's going to be competing for those tournaments as he does. He seems to be near the lead in all the majors, I feel. so. And I'm super proud because his dad's his coach and his dad, yeah. like most of the players. Yeah. So Tiger, we know when we did our show last week, mm-hmm. he was still playing. He withdrew after round three, didn't play on Sunday. So, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. He, he. it was his first withdrawal within a tournament. Interesting. Yeah, yeah we talked about it, and yeah. I said anybody who knows Tiger knows he would never quit. And for Tiger to, to basically withdraw or quit, he had to really be struggling or think he was only going to do damage to himself or, or embarrass himself out there. And uh, he's got a lot of pride, so it, it had to be something severe for him not to not to get up there and at least tee it up in the final round. But he's played in two majors, and he's made the cut in both of them. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he will he play in the U.S. Open, which is in Brookline, Massachusetts, at the Country Club. Um, that's it's about, coming up. It's about three weeks, weeks away, weeks, Father, yeah. Yeah, Father's Day weekend in June. Um, he hasn't said yes or no. He is, of course, registered. They do that. That's part yeah. of the thing. He did say, you know, before at the, for the Masters that he would play the Open Championship at St. Andrews, that that was important to him to be there. So you wonder, will he skip this one or not? I don't know. I think with the history, I mean, if he's showing up at St. Andrews because of the history, you know, the home of golf and, and the U.S. Open, the greatest event that, you know, in a, you know, the Open for the American Championship, if he's physically able to play, um, I think he'll be there. I don't know what the, what that facility's like to walk. I know in Tulsa that was that was a difficult walk. So, um, you know, he's I I, I got to think he's going to show up that week and at least give it a shot and see if he can if he can manage around. Well, but I was wrong about him withdrawing. I'm hoping he's there. Yeah. One more note from the PGA: Will Zalatoris lost in the playoff? Zalatoris in his first eight majors. So he's played in eight. He's been in the top ten five of the eight. Hasn't won, but the only player ever to have five uh, top tens in his first eight major starts is Ernie Els. He had five. Tiger only had one. Mickelson only had one. Uh, Rahm won. Spieth won. JT won. Morikawa, four. But Els the most, five. And now Zalatoris has five top tens in his first eight majors. And we talk about his putting. He can't putt. Well, apparently he can putt because you're not finishing top tens in majors, the toughest putting greens there are. If you're not putting pretty well, I would agree. Hey, if you want to, uh, if if you're those that like to throw a few bucks on uh, on the golf and watch the pros this weekend, make sure you check out our Jeff Blank, one of our T to Green continue, uh, contributors. Uh, he does daily wagering advice. Also, he does his uh, weekly video and his preview. Uh, you can check it out on on our social media pages at T to G Buffalo. Uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, and uh, we'll be posting some more pictures here from Springville. Yeah, we're gonna take uh, a ride around, huh? Yeah, it's so pretty enough place to I, just drive around. Yeah, know, I posted a few pictures already this morning uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. So again, check it out at T to G Buffalo, and uh, we'll be posting some more here. But uh, a really, really, um, we're in, we've enjoyed the show today. I know we enjoy going every week, but yeah. I love hearing golf history, like just. The story about the railroad, the purchase, Pop Warner, and just the redesign and all that sort of stuff. Just what a, what a cool place it is here. Yeah, like I said, I've been coming here for 35 years, and I didn't know any of that until this morning when we were driving up here and looking at the packet, and uh, it's 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 really cool. Yeah, it is. So we're going to take a ride around. We'll give you some more pictures. And uh, with that, unfortunately, we're out of time. Yeah, it was a fun show today. Yes. Jeff, thank you. Enjoy your week. And, I shall, uh, yes. We shall chat next week. We'll be up at 
Niagara Falls Country Club for previewing the Women's Porter Cup. It's just coming up soon. Yeah, it's Porter Cup season. Yeah. Summer golf tournaments. That's right. So we'll, uh, we'll be up at Niagara Falls next week to preview that Women's Porter Cup event. Big thanks to everybody here at Springville Country Club. Uh, Cindy Zalikowski from the 100th Anniversary Committee. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate it. Uh, Dave Thomas, the PGA Pro. Brian Coyne, the superintendent. And John Nason for your info all week. Thank you very much. Uh, Zach, thank you. Back in our studios, our producer. For PGA Pro Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colesio. Thanks for listening. Springville Country Club, we've had fun. It'll be up on our on-demand audio section if you missed any of the show. WGR550.com. I'll also tweet it out as well, at Brian WGR. We'll talk to you next week. T.D. Green from Niagara Falls Country Club, right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.